We want to encourage our clients to make the decision that makes sense for them. Shaming them with bonuses about to vanish, scarcity is going to bring you clients who may feel regret or resentment or resistance if they do end up buying from that space. Buying isn't the end goal, right? The end goal is to deliver an incredible result or an incredible product to your client. So buying is kind of the midway of the process for a really great business. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Hello, hapsters. All right, we're talking today about bonus incentives. Don't you love a good bonus? Giving it, receiving it. I honestly even love the word bonus. It gets me pumped. It's like watching the prices right or something. You just can't wait until the bonus round. It feels like the most special. What is it about bonuses that makes us lose our GD mind? It makes us lose our senses. We kind of lose all sense of priorities and money goes out the door. We really start uh, just kind of acting in a way that maybe isn't the most sensical. So I want to make sure that we are using bonuses in our business in a responsible way, but also still in a fun way, because it feels like when we're getting a bonus, we won the lottery. Like we got something special that we got something that other people aren't going to get. You know that those of us who struggle with FOMO really love a bonus. Sometimes it doesn't even matter what it is, but there are a lot of strategies when it comes to selling, right? You can sell from urgency with last calls, or you can sell from demand where you're like, oh my gosh, this is where we're going. These are all of the people that are going to be in this round. You can sell with testimonials. Look how many people are loving this or look at all the results my clients are getting. You can sell with scarcity. There are X number of spots left or X, uh, or it's going to sell out at this time. But today we're going to talk about my experience with selling with bonuses because I've been experimenting with it a lot and I have had a lot of great results. I also think I use bonuses in a unique way. And when I was writing this episode, I couldn't help but be reminded of all of the time that I'm seeing people out there use bonuses in an irresponsible way, in a really kind of icky way. And I want to make sure that we talk about that as well so that we keep bonuses, the beautiful thing that they are in the business world, and that we don't ruin them so that when people hear the word bonus, they stop getting psyched and they start saying, no, no, thank you. Okay. So today... We're going to talk about when and why I love a bonus and how to not use a bonus. Okay. Don't number one, don't tell people that if they get, if they don't get the bonus, they'll be sorry. This is just untrue and gross. A bonus, like I said, is an incredible way to increase the value of your offer, to increase the fun around your brand, and to increase trust in your brand. Let's not be sacrilege with the holiness that is bonuses. We want to encourage our clients to make the decision that makes sense for them, shaming them with 
bonus is about to vanish. Scarcity is going to bring you clients who may feel regret or resentment or resistance if they do end up buying from that space. Buying isn't the end goal, right? The end goal is to deliver an incredible result or an incredible product to your client. So buying is all kind of the midway of the process for a really great business. So again, if you are using a bonus in a way where you're shaming them with the bonus, sometimes people are going to um, get into their primal FOMO state and they'll buy, but those are the clients that are also going to quit, complain, ask for refunds, or leave a bad review. So please do not use bonuses in this way. Do, however, tip the scale in the cost-benefit analysis of waiting. Okay, so here's what I mean by this. So when you are adding a bonus, you are adding the benefit to the benefits of someone of someone buying now, right? Because there is a bonus available if they buy your offer right now. While the client I still want you to always believe that your client, your customer knows what's best for them. So if they're telling you it's a no, it's a no. But our job is to just give them all of the information. So there are two schools of thought when it comes to overcoming objections. Um, there is one that says, you tell them, oh, I know you're saying it's a no, but here's why I disagree. And you... Um, or in the most seasoned uh, version of that school of thought says, don't get into an argument with them, but help present, okay, I see why you think that and you poke holes in their objection. I think that there's, um, there's some real merit to that because oftentimes my clients come to me and they don't have great reasons for why they're saying no. And so I'll offer them some and expose some of the flaws in their thinking and then Ultimately, though, we want to make sure that we are giving them the safe space and the freedom to still ultimately land on a no if that's what's best for them. But when you're adding a bonus, you're saying, okay, my job is to help you do the math, to help give you all of the information about what, what your life will look like if you wait and to buy this offer or what it will look like if you buy now. And a bonus can really sweeten the pot. It can be like, all right, I, it wasn't my priority, but this bonus is really extra value. And that's why adding a bonus that really is valuable can increase the benefit to them or can increase the cost of them waiting, right? It would be, it would be at a higher cost to them if they wait than if they buy now. So that is one of the ways that I love to add a bonus to just say like, okay, just so you know, if you do uh, right now, so currently or my last round of happening sessions, I offered for the first time a one day live event mastermind portion midway through this round. It's my first live event that's coming with a round of happening sessions. And also on top of it, it's the first one that I am doing at no cost to the client. 
upcoming rounds will have a fee attached to coming to this event um, that I'm not going to be taking completely out of my profits. So for those people who were deciding between this round or next round, I wanted them to know the math. I like to let my people know where I'm going and what is going to be the reality of buying in September, because I think so far ahead about it, I'm able to let them know, hey, just so you know, um, I know that you're deciding and you're leaning towards waiting. This is what waiting is going to look like. Waiting will come at this cost. There is a bonus of joining right now. And then I say, and whatever you decide is great. September round is also going to be great, right? So make sure we're, we're not gaslighting them. We're not putting any shame on, on them for waiting. We're just giving them all of the facts and don't hold back there. We want to use a bonus to make sure that, um, that there is a good reason for people to join now, because of course, especially if you believe in your offer as deeply as I do, I just know that there really is a cost to your business to waiting to not have mind management. If that is something that you want, like, I just know that my business grows exponentially when I'm in with a coach, when that is my work, right? So think about those two ways. And I would err on the side of making sure you're raising the benefit of people purchasing now without shaming them. Don't number two, don't offer a bonus that distracts or has nothing to do with the value of what they get from your main offer. Okay. This is, I see people sometimes offering like random gifts or just things that have nothing to do with their brand and really kind of confuse your audience. (laughs) Um, This is something that you might do out of desperation or because you are trying to, um, to create some scarcity for them. You're like, Oh, and there's a bonus and there's a bonus. I oftentimes see, um, clothing companies do this. They'll be like, Oh, and there's this, this bonus. If you do this, you also get a squeegee. And I'm like, what, why the hell do I want a squeegee? (laughs) Like, so just, just be mindful that a bonus is still under the umbrella of your brand. So do create a bonus incentive that enhances the value of your offer. So for example, um, two rounds ago or three rounds ago, I had never offered a bonus in my business ever, but I was like, you know what? I'm doing this launch. Um, there's one week left. I had a goal I wanted to hit and I didn't really love selling from scarcity, like five days left, four days left. I was like, what about a a bonus? It's just fun. It's fresh. And it will only be available to those people who are buying during this time. And that is what caused me to create my workbook. I wish I had it next to me to show the YouTube watchers, but um, my workbook, you can see it. I have pictures of it on my Instagram over at Jess McKinley Wayno on Instagram. But I really, (laughs) I... I created this bonus for fun thinking, oh yeah, I I can just whip up this workbook. I already have all of these like worksheets. I just need to put them together really pretty. And then I just went crazy. You guys, this workbook was 
probably 50 hours of my life. I didn't sleep for days and in a good way. Like I had so much fun putting this together. I was like, oh, this, as I was doing it, I was like, this is really good. And it's so funny because it really did enhance the offer. And now I have used that bonus that I created then and I've rolled it in as something that all all hapsters get when they do enroll in happening sessions and all of my one-on-one clients as well, they get this workbook and it's just increased the value of my offer. And I want every time you create a bonus for it to just like bolster what your business and your brand stands for, what your offer is. It just gets better and better and better. Right now it's a bonus, but then it's going to be, maybe it gets rolled in but then there's a new bonus, right? It's like, we don't need to necessarily swap things in and out. Sometimes we do, but a bonus can really enhance the value of your offer and it should. Okay. Don't undo number three. Don't create a bonus incentive that eliminates the profit of your offer. So we do want to repurpose a value as a bonus. Okay. So let's talk about the don't first. When you are creating a bonus, the math needs to make sense. So make sure if you are creating a bonus that you're not like, okay, people aren't buying. So let me just throw in, especially if you're a product-based business and you're like, let me throw in this other product with it too, but for the same price, make sure you're doing the math because I've seen oftentimes people see their sales go up from this bonus But what ends up happening is the more sales you make with this bonus attached, you're actually losing money, okay? And I know for some of you who are more seasoned business owners, you're gonna be like, duh, but I promise you, I'm not saying this because I enjoy the sound of my voice, even though I do. No, I'm just kidding. I I am saying this because I watch people do it. And especially if you're in the beginning, listen, it happens to the best of us when we're just figuring business out in the beginning, just make sure before you offer a business that if you're a bonus, rather, if you are offering a bonus that costs you money, that is a physical thing, or it's costing you a lot of time that you have worked that time and money into the equation of your business. Do repurpose of some value as a bonus. So for example, let's say you're doing a webinar and it was a really successful webinar and everybody is loving this webinar, the value of it, and you have a recording. Can you take the recording of this and repurpose it with with maybe a one-page questionnaire or a workbook for people and then add it as a bonus to people who are signing on. Can you print physical copies of something that you only have digitally, for example? I know for me, I ended up purchasing 2K for 2K, which is a $2,000 program from uh, my old coach, Stacy because she was offering a bonus of the consultation code in physical form. I really value a book that I can hold in my hand. I really value like putting pen to paper and I know my clients do as well. So while I could, while I do have all of, you know, the worksheets that are in the workbook in the portal for people, I know that people just love and they do value the bonus of the physical thing. So just, um, 
if you're repurposing value as a bonus, just remember a bonus doesn't have to necessarily cost you money and, or, um, require you to reinvent the wheel in any way, right? You can repurpose value in your business that you've created anywhere as a bonus. Don't and do number four, don't offer bonuses from desperation or overcompensation. Yikes, guys, we can feel this. And you may have done it in your own business. I'm trying to think, I'm new with offering bonuses at all. So I don't think that I have done it. I didn't offer bonuses in the beginning of my business. Actually, that's not true. Maybe I did, but no one was buying at that time. So I don't have a strong recollection of it. Um, but if you are trying to use bonuses in the beginning and your thought is nobody is buying, so maybe I'll throw in a bonus to try and overcompensate for the fact that I don't believe in the value of my current offer. Yikes. It just means that you need to clean up your thoughts. And I wouldn't recommend creating a bonus at all or offering a bonus at all until you believe that your offer as is standalone is valuable AF. Okay. We do want to offer a bonus just for fun and from your welcome energy. That's when bonuses are actually bonuses, right? It's like, and because I'm feeling spicy and it's a Friday and because I want you guys to have an extra little something, something, I'm going to offer this bonus. But if you're offering from desperation or overcompensation, what's going to happen is you're kind of saying that I need to keep this up because if I ever don't bonus, what is the value of my offer? Do people even want it without the bonuses? People are going to wait to buy because they want a bonus, right? We don't want that. We don't want to create a cycle of nobody is going to buy your product or service unless there is some sort of like attached little confetti to it, okay? Your standalone offer is amazing as is. And if you don't believe in the value of it, do that thought work or make your main offer more valuable. Okay. So that's your work. So check in if you're offering a bonus from desperation or overcompensation, your work might just be to work on your thoughts and your belief in your value, or your work may be to actually increase the value of your main offer uh, before you go on adding bonuses. For me, a just for fun or your welcome energy bonus is my favorite kind of bonus to do. I just recently did one in my uh, program, which I'm going to talk to you about in the last, in the last do and don't, but it has been It just, it should feel good to offer a bonus, right? For me right now to the, the live event that I'm offering, I'm doing so many little extra bonus things in there and it feels so fun. And my clients are just like reveling in it. They're like, oh my gosh, we're going to get this and we're going to get this. And they feel excited. They don't even know what's coming. It also builds that trust, right? Because people are like, oh, I really know that she's always going to give us more than we came for. That brings us to don't and do number five. Don't go into debt or compromise your budget for bonuses. So similar to don't create a bonus that eliminates your profit, but this really is if you're in the beginning stages of your business and you don't yet have 
profit, your bonuses should be free. It should cost you nothing, rather. They should be bonuses that make sense for you. In the beginning, you have lots of time and not lots of money. As you scale your business, when you're in the middle of your scale, you begin to have less time. You have lots of clients, but you have less time, right? So then that is when your bonuses can come from profit and can come from money, which is where I'm at in my business right now. But in the beginning, I did bonuses that either cost me time on the front end where I was designing it and what I was creating value there, or it was something that was going to be extra time in terms of, you know, some one-on-one extra one-on-one time with me, etc. So you want to just kind of make sure that your bonus is not causing you to go into debt or compromising your your budget at all. There's just no reason. A bonus is a bonus and it should feel that way in your business as well. It is not something that we um, pull from our profit from or definitely not something we go into debt for. We do want to create a culture of over-delivering. And that's what I was alluding to before. When you are someone who is constantly offering bonuses from your welcome energy and from just for fun energy and from generous um, giving culture of your business, you create a culture of over-delivering. It is why I continued to uh, hire Brooke and Stacy because I knew every time I went to one of those rooms, I always felt like the value increased every time that I went to a thing. It just felt like a room that that created and kept giving bonuses. I never know what was going to come. Oh, we're going to get a, a book. We're going to get a a um, you know, an extra dinner. Oh, they they hired a band. Oh, they put us on a yacht. Like just crazy things and we never literally we never knew what was coming and it just kept getting bigger and better and that inspired me. Oh, we're going to create an award show. Oh, we're going to get you a Tiffany's award. Oh, this is a I'm not joking when I say like it felt like a room where I was just being showered in champagne. And if you are using bonuses in the right way, you can create those champagne showers for your clients as well. And I love to do that for my clients, right? Like I almost wish I'm in a bit of a branding identity shift right now. If you guys can't tell, I changed my Instagram handle where where we are changing things up a little bit, right? Sincerely Future You is here to stay, but there's going to be some new cover art coming soon. We're really shifting into the future, the next phase of the business over here. And I'm like, maybe there needs to be just like champagne showers and like confetti showers everywhere because it does just feel like so on brand. And I can't wait again in July, we're having our first uh, live event as part of happening sessions. And I am working with Ashley, my producer to create that event. And we're just having so much fun coming up with all of the bonuses that are going to be packed into just one day. I can't even imagine what September's live event is going to be. It's going to be crazy because we are creating a culture of over delivering over here. You feel me? Let's do it. Okay. And finally we are at don't and do number six, 
don't offer bonuses to new clients that are unavailable to your current paying clients or that are better than what your current paying clients are getting. It's kind of like how you need to switch phone services or cable services to get a better offer. You don't want to create a culture where you are just focusing all of your energy on the new people. I heard this analogy one time that it would be like if you were hosting a dinner party and your guests were at the dinner party that came, but you were outside banging pots and pans being like, I'm having a dinner party. And your guests are kind of like, are we going to eat or what's happening? Like, should we just start without the host? It's like when you're always only focusing your best attention and your most energy on your future people and you're neglecting the people that are there, that doesn't feel like bonus energy. That's not the culture of over-delivering that bonuses is supposed to create. Yes, we want to create things that are fun and shiny and colorful and new, However, we want to make sure that the bonuses um, are either something that will be available to current clients or are not going to create FOMO that makes your current clients regret signing up when they did or going to make them feel like, oh, maybe we should wait to see if there's going to be something better, right? We always want to make sure that we're serving the people that are paying us now and that have paid us at the highest level. Okay. So just be mindful of that. Um, do use bonuses to reward and or drive results with current clients. This is something that I don't really see out there in the world. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm really proud of how I use bonuses to incentivize my current clients when I just don't have to. So I'm going to give you an example, and then I'm going to give you an insight into the results that came from me offering my most recent bonuses. So here's some different ways that you can offer bonuses. You can offer referral bonuses. That's an amazing way to reward your current clients and incentivize your current clients. I love to do it, especially in the, the beginning of your business, when you're scaling to your first, um, six figures, their first, even multiple six figures. I still have a referral bonus. If people refer me, um, a client and they book, um, I just, I send them cash. <laughs> I think that, you know, there's lots of different ways, you know, what your people will like the most. Um, but I feel like everyone loves cash. I personally think it's the best and sometimes just the easiest, um, bonus for people to, uh, to know that people are going to be incentivized by that. Um, so, uh, make sure you do it in a way where your clients feel like, Hey, money is an energetic exchange and I want to pay you this money. So please refer me people and don't feel weird about it. Like people will be like, Oh no, I love to refer you. You don't have to right? a referral bonus is something that we want to be paying out. It means, and of course the math needs to make sense. Don't pay out a referral bonus. A don't do it. If you have, um, a, high return or you're trying to figure out your refund rate, right? Make sure the math makes sense as in you're not offering it to them when, when they say they're going to book until they've paid their full balance. Careful about like if someone signs up and they're on a payment plan and the bonus is going to exceed their first payment, you just don't know what's going to happen. So make sure that the referral bonus makes sense, but that's a fun way to reward um, your current clients. 
Now let's talk about driving results with your current clients. If you have a service-based business. So for me, I love, I love to uh, incentivize my clients to get the results that they came for. I'm like, okay, it's your responsibility to get the results. I'm here to provide all of these tools and resources, but I also love to provide a container that just gets my clients psyched, that gets them energetically in their body in a place that's going to push them to the next level. And I'm always thinking about how to do that and a new way to do that. So recently, and I've talked about this on the show before, recently I have uh, offered my clients in the September round a $500 cash bonus if they hit their revenue goal in March. And I was like, I'm just going to pay it out of my account. Yep. The same month that I pay taxes, like let's, let's do it. Let's just pay out $500 cash bonuses here, here. You get a, a humpback whale. You get a humpback whale. I was feeling like Oprah that day. My husband's like, what are you doing? But here's what I will say happened. Some pretty freaking amazing things. First of all, I did the math. I understood. Yes, this was going to come out of my profits, but I also understood a, that it wasn't going to put me in debt that I could afford it. But also if all of my clients are suddenly able to hit an impossible goal, it's going to change them forever. It's going to build a client loyalty and it's going to build a trust in my program that is second to none. So I ha- I want to read you two different people's reactions as the as this challenge came to a close because this bonus for my current clients who are the people that I want to pour my most energy into they began to get different amazing results this last month. So this is a response from one of my clients who hit her impossible goal after not hitting her goal for months and months and months in the container. She says, it happened. My heart is full, not for the money, but for the feeling of reaching this goal that I thought was impossible. Jessica Wayno, thanks for pushing us and always believing inevitably in us when we can't see it for ourselves. I have unofficially reached my official goal as Square likely won't transfer transfer to my bank account until tomorrow. I definitely am paying her out anyway. <laughs> we don't we don't worry about bank transfer delays here. Um, this puts me over my 10K goal at a total of $11,144. And it gives me belief, trust, motivation, confidence to continue, trust the process, trust in the process, and to make a plan for sold out in the next three months. Oh man. Helen, I was just so psyched to hear about your win because first of all, I have seen this possibility for such a long time. Sometimes we just need an extra shock to our system. And then, you know, what started happening in the comments, she started saying, and just had a final outstanding invoice paid of 550 because I texted her and asked her if she wanted me to process it. She started doing all of these things out of like, okay, all right, I'm going to uphold my policies, even though the discomfort is there because there was the cost benefit an analysis of people pleasing 
we had tipped the scale with this bonus. So when she was normally people pleasing and breaking her own policies in terms of following up, in terms of late payments, in terms of uh, not really having a solid process for renewals, she created, a, she had another comment saying, up. Oh, this new client also renewed and paid this balance and it just kept coming. She ended up exceeding her impossible goal by a mile. And she was getting all the shout outs from the, the girls in the room. But yes, again, she had asked a client over the phone instead of allowing her to avoid her, which she typically had a habit of not wanting to talk about money on the phone with the client because of her limiting beliefs about money and her thoughts. And in here, she, she asked very directly and clearly, okay, um, you have an invoice coming up. Do you want me to charge that? And she said, isn't there a card on file? And again, the clients had no thoughts about this, but because of the challenge and this bonus incentive, she was able to push through a lot of her uh, limiting beliefs, a lot of her people-pleasing tendencies, notice where she had um, thoughts that were completely her own that she'd been projecting onto her clients, and she created a lot of new policies. Finally, I want to leave you with, with this amazing excerpt from my client, Erica, who didn't end up hitting her goal, but she came really, really close. And this is kind of what I envisioned when I created this challenge, which is that it's never fully just about hitting your goal. I talk about that all the time on the show, right? The point of setting goals isn't just to hit them. It's who you become in the process of going all in on them. Erica said, I just ran my numbers. I knew I didn't make it. Final March number was 11,557. All in all, a great month, but not 15K. It's interesting because nearly half of this money was collected in the last week of the month. Pressure was on. I had a week off in the middle due to sick kids and the numbers reflect that. The first two weeks, I thought I had no problem since we had around 8K expected and we came so close the prior months. I thought this was a layup. I, that created complacency. I did, I did take action every single week posting in Facebook groups. I know I get business from, I'm not usually as disciplined in this way. I was because of the challenge by the 15th. I had a lot of scarcity thoughts and I decided to run a 10% off discount with barely any bites. The people who got the discount would have paid full price. Anyway, new policy. We do not offer discounts throughout the year. I still like to do a gift card promotion for the holidays, right? So she just refined and honed her policy, knowing that this discount was being offered from scarcity, which is never where we make our good business decisions. In the last week, I also did a lot of authentic posts on my personal and business IG and Facebook pages. I never post. My admin does all of that. People were telling me how much they love these posts. Lesson learned, more posting from the heart. Finally, I could have had the 15K if I enforced my own policy around cash collection. I let clients slide past the halfway points where I collect the second half of payment. Lesson, organizers need to communicate with her admin at halfway point 
for her to invoice. I need to not be scared to follow up. I learned last night that there was a miscommunication between that client and her husband, and she thought the check was in the mail, a 2K check. Had I followed up, I would have been that much closer. Jessica Ueno, thank you for this opportunity and exercise. I had a lot of great realizations through it, and there are some great areas to button up policies and enforcement. Good news, I've already created around 11K expected for April, and this was posted less than a week into the month. Let's go. We'll miss you all in this group. Hope to see you in the September round, right? This is this was the very last thing that we did in the, the last September round. And I just want to offer you guys, listen, bonuses can be used for a lot of purposes, but you want to check in and ask yourself a couple of high quality questions before you employ them. Number one, am I offering this bonus from positive beautiful, valuable energy, your welcome energy, generous energy, or am I offering it from scarcity, overcompensation, desperation? We want to be in the first bucket. That seems pretty obvious. Number two, does the math of my bonus make sense for my business? A bonus should be a bonus, not only for them, but for you and the profit of your business. Make sure it makes sense before you offer it. And number three, make sure if you're offering a bonus that it is not just, we're not just offering bonuses to sell into your offer, but also to reward and to continue to create a culture of over delivering with your current clients to reward your most loyal people. Don't forget about them just because they already buy from you. Your most valuable, statistically, your most valuable client is a repeat client. So if you were only thinking about the ones who are coming in the door, you are forgetting about your highest grossing, most valuable, most money-making client, but also the ones who you really want to stick around, the ones who value your value, okay? And that's your current and best clients. I hope you learned a lot about bonuses today, what to do, what not to do. And also just remember, this is my perspective. This is my experience. Take what resonates with you and discard the rest. I can't wait for the hopsters to experience all of the bonuses that are coming their way. If you are not yet, if you have not yet, and you're thinking about coaching with me, please set up a consult. Now is the perfect time as we are preparing the next enrollment for happening sessions is June 5th. So we've got some time. This is the time for you to check it out. And if you haven't yet, make sure that you get registered for the next free monthly call, which is going to be on the second Tuesday of the month, every Tuesday. Um, the first one is going to be April 11th, but I believe at the time that you're hearing this, that one's passed. So the next one is going to be the second Tuesday of May. You can go and get registered at the link in my bio on Instagram at Jess McKinley Wayno. Um, that's J E S S M C K I N L E Y U Y E N O, or you can check the show notes for that link. All right, you beautiful people, have a wonderful bonus-filled weekend. Hey, hamsters! If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, 
what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening WJS. Again, that's happy H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G and book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.